Oh, I almost forgot my glasses. Oh. Hey. hey. <laughs> yeah, you know, my, hey. my glasses are right here, too. Let's go this. It matches uh, well for the hat, dude. There you oh, go. Oh, yeah, that matches real well, bro. Real I well. like Look it. Look at that, boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Man. up, guys? Bolt Bros here. Bolt Bros. Uh, we didn't do really much of a live at all. For the uh, Monday night game, because it was late when we got home, and then yeah, we try to put things together and everything. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, we at least just did a little bit of comments because we had to take planes to get back home. So yeah, um, so we are here to talk a little bit about the Seahawks. We don't have a guest this week because it was kind of tough for us to be able to find somebody in the last moment there. So yeah, we're just gonna chat about the Seahawks, kind of what we know a little bit about the Seahawks, and then we're going to talk about kind of a strategy that we might have for the Chargers. And also, you know, let's talk a little bit about the Monday night football game. So we'll kind of yeah. run through this kind of quickly, guys. But we'd love to be able to hear from you guys, questions, comments about Monday night, all that good stuff. So um, I was at the game with my bro, Andrew. Kyle was at work, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Missing out a, a phenomenal game. <sighs> Yeah, and I'm super jealous of that, man. Like, I was like, ah, I was just seeing everyone's, like, videos at, like, uh, Thunder Alley and everything. I was just, like, getting so freaking jealous and just, like, feeling like every single time we got a new video from you guys, I was sinking in my seat. I'm just like, mm, I should be there. Yeah, it's it, like, yeah. It, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, dang work always getting in the way, you know? Yeah. Yep, um, yep. <laughs> yeah. So... But Bummer. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a bummer, uh, but I did get to I went to Slater's 50-50 out in Pasadena, you know, like I was hoping that maybe some more of the diehard bolt club people were out there. But of course, they all were at the game, too, because that's why they're diehard bolt club. <laughs> they go to the game. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and there was, it was man. It was it was going off over there at Thunder Alley and everything, too. And it was it was pretty exciting to be able to be there. And just, man, what a good time to be able to pregame to go into the stadium through thunder alley so anybody that goes to sofi just go to the pink lot hang out at thunder alley it's the jam it's a great yep. great time so yeah super fun but, um yeah. you know let's let's chat a little bit about the seahawks based upon what we know about them and obviously yeah, Pete carroll the solid coach you know i mean they're sitting currently three and three uh, to be honest i'm kind of shocked that they're there <laughs> yeah um I really thought that they were going to get steamrolled with Geno Smith being their guy. And they also have Drew Locke kind of waiting in the wings if they really think he's the guy too. But yep. um, wild to see. I mean, you can't doubt who Pete Carroll is. And I mean, you could also say we see what Russell Wilson is without being in Pete Carroll's system now too. Yeah. Um, are, you, are you saying that he is him? That Pete Carroll is him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's what that's what they talked about. What what did wait? Who said that? Was it Wilson that said that? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, um, no, yeah, but you know, it's just that song, you know, like you know, oh, it's, it's oh, like, got you're it, got not it. him, you are not him. It's like yeah. I told a bitch I'm him pick playing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's Great. the song. Yeah. I, I think I've heard that song once. I don't know. I don't really listen to the radio. I don't listen to music anymore. I'm I'm oh, music. Well, no, it's, it's, it's reels. It's reels, man. It's all reels. It's all, oh, that's all, reels, yeah. reels, reels, and TikToks. That's all it that's is. Right. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know, man. But it it is an interesting thing to see how that team is operating without Russell Wilson and how the Broncos are, you know, operating with Russell Wilson. I mean, I'll tell you this. 
at this moment, that trade really paid off dividends for the Seahawks. I mean, <laughs> the amount of capital they got out of it, draft capital, and even a couple players. Um, and what what a what a fleecing of the Broncos is what I'll say. So yeah, right. Uh, pretty insane. So yeah. Um, for their offense, Seahawks currently are twelfth in the league, fourteenth in the league for passing. Geno Smith, you know, he's not playing bad. I yeah, mean, he's doing really well. Not bad. So 1,502 yards or 1,502 yards. Right. Nine touchdowns, two picks with a 108.1 rating, which is phenomenal. Mm. Um, I mean, in contrast, what is that? Like 17,716 yards with Herbert, 10 touchdowns, three picks, 93.1 rating. Oof. Yikes. It's Ish. almost like Gino as a rating has been way higher than, than Herbert. I mean, obviously yeah. we're balling out with Herbert, but. Right, right. And he's hurt a little bit too, um, but crazy to see that Geno Smith's been able to put together a, a season such as this so far. So, um, wild, wild, but yeah, super wild. And, and then I know the receivers there too, Kyle. I mean, you know a little bit about those guys, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, who do we got there? We got you know Tyler Lockett and yep. DK Metcalf. Dude, they're, they're they're freaking lights out this year. Like they're not. They are. They are not someone to kind of sleep on at all you know no. like i mean they're both great runners they're good freaking catchers um and you know like i mean as we kind of talked about today with your video how uh what's up pablo um how jc jackson is struggling and we we could be we can have some really bad problems uh coming up here because of their wide receiver core they they got two really good wide receivers out there Right, and we'll chat a little bit further about that later on and kind of what to expect because, I mean, obviously we got, you know, situation going on with J.C. Jackson. Yeah. Sante's been doing really well. Bryce Callahan's been doing really well. Derwin James has been doing really well. Now that J.C. Jackson situation, Michael Davis situation, we'll chat about that a little bit later on too. So it's going to be interesting to see how we could pair up because, I mean, the thing is, though, like D.K. Metcalf is a pretty big receiver, and he's a big dude to be able to try to cover. So it's going to be interesting to see how we could strategize against him too. So yeah, who knows? I mean, I, I always think of date everything. I, every time I think about DK Metcalf, I, I always go back to when Pete Carroll drafted him and like yeah. DK Metcalf is like an absolute, just specimen as a, a like, uh, yeah. Yeah. And his, his body is just straight ripped. Apparently yeah. he eats tons of candy all the time and he <laughs> yeah. just works out all the time, but yeah. I remember when he got drafted, he came into the room where Pete Carroll was at, and Pete Carroll took his shirt off to like try to flex on him or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, because uh, because DK Metcalf showed up without a shirt on too, so he was like, right. "Oh, okay, fine. All right, I'll take off my shirt. I'll do the same. Yeah. I'll do the same. You know, I'm seventy something years old. You know, I, I'll I'll show him <laughs> my muscles kind of thing. Yeah, so, that's right. I that was pretty funny, but you know, it'll be interesting to see how we kind of work out on those guys. I mean, it's interesting because. I really said that DK Metcalf was going to be kind of a bust uh, based upon, you know, Geno Smith. And, you know, ironically, DK Metcalf is DK Metcalf still, you know, yeah, which is really exactly. wild to see. Right. Um, so he's still balling. He's still doing his thing. 406 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, 30 catches. I mean, it's not a bad season to kind of go into week seven. I mm -hmm. mean, if you really break that down, he'll easily get over a thousand plus yards. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, Wild, 
My bad. I told you guys not to draft DK Metcalf, at least at a high level pick. So if it's a, <laughs> I was looking at him as like a two or a three wide receiver, but yeah. hey, hopefully well, I mean, you have him doing well. Well, I mean, that's just it though, too. Like, I mean, like their quarterback situation was very uncertain at the start of this year because you know, we knew Drew Locke was terrible. Yep. Uh, but in, you know, when Geno Smith is also pretty unproven too, you know? So like, yeah. I mean, I mean, I didn't bother even looking their way either. I mean, I'm sure a lot yeah. of people didn't as well. And unless they were yep. Seahawks fans, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree. But Hey man, the guy, when you got an elite guy, he could, he could get open and could find ways to make plays. And that's, that's really what he is. And that's what Tyler Lockett is. I mean, they're both very good downfield guys. Yeah. Um, so We'll see how it pans out. Um, yeah. I know going on to the rushing for the offense, yeah. I mean, they're 11th in the league for rushing, which is crazy because their offensive line is relatively shaky Yeah, um, to be able to do that. And on top of that, they've had injuries too. I mean, Rashad yeah. Penny's out. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker came in to start last week and did pretty well. He had, yeah. He's had about 88 yards as a backup rushing uh, a week ago. And then last week he did 98 yards, two catches with a touchdown for being the starter. Um Let's get another rookie kind of going out there making plays. So yeah, exactly. You know, actually, I got really lucky then. Uh, also on our uh, our fantasy league, you know, because I I immediately picked him up really quick. Actually, nice. So nice. I'm I'm kind of like, uh, should I? But should I play Kenneth Walker against the Chargers though? I mean, it always brings bad juju. I feel like you know to, yeah. to our team. <laughs> I'm gonna play a player against our my actual team that I love. Yeah. You know? uh, I'm just kind of like. Ah, I, 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 I kind of have to though, you know, cause right now in our league, we're, we're three and three right now. Yep. So, and you know, like in our running backs, like, even though we got freaking Henry, we got Barkley and we got now Kenneth, uh, um, Kenneth Walker, like yeah. our, we had a really shaky start. So like, I'm kind of like, yeah. I just gotta, I gotta play him. I gotta play him. So. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, the thing is though, it sucks is if you have the defense of the team that you're playing and you have players going to get your defense, it's like, you know, it's basically canceling out points. So if we don't have the Chargers defense and they're, he's going against us, don't really play them. Try to find somebody else to be able to be a defense because you don't want to get, hurt when he scores a touchdown on you kind of thing and so be careful of that i don't remember what you have for defense did you have the charges defense uh no i didn't have no, oh, no. Uh, i okay, definitely definitely don't have a charges defense got right it. now i'm you sorry just to don't say. want to play against our team kind of thing yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Got it, it's, got it. it's, it's, it's a it's a bad juju thing not like yeah. a not as, as a fantasy thing itself yeah you know? yeah right yeah. right right yep yeah. yep i get it i get it yeah but yeah, it is it is interesting though. Like, I mean, their offensive line is pretty bad. I mean, they really have one player on over sixty three on PFF, which is Abraham Lucas, which is the right tackle, who's a rookie. And then you got Charles Cross on the left side, who's the left tackle at fifty nine point three PFF, and is and you know they're kind of young on the ends. Yeah, um, so exactly. that's something that they got to think about um, because I mean, obviously, you're going to have a lot of rush coming from us. I mean, the last game, Drew Tranquil balled out two sacks and just went straight through the a gap and just took out Russell Wilson. Yeah. Same thing happened basically with um, Derwin James getting that late sack against uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Too, uh, in I believe overtime, I believe it was um, mm-hmm. to kind of end their drive there. Um, the thing is though, this could be the kind of same situation where they're going to attack the middle. Cause their center is not very good too. He's right. actually, and once again, we're basing this off of PFF, which 
is a little suspect. I mean, some of these yeah. like rankings are pretty suspect, but um, their current center over there is um, Austin Life. Blythe. Yep, yep. Yeah. And he's not looking so hot. 46.8 overall ranking, 362 snaps, three penalties, one sack allowed. Um, I mean, I know this line has actually given up about 14 sacks and they've, they as a defense have got about 14 sacks. So they're actually yeah. completely even on both sides right now. Right. Um, so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how we attack this line. And I do expect this line to be able to get a lot of pressure on Geno Smith. Now mm-hmm. we got to yeah, contain and- him still too. Uh, we yeah, saw we- Russell Wilson hurt us on running the ball right. um, <laughs> in the last game. We need to find a way to be able to contain uh, Geno Smith. So definitely. And you know, at the uh, same time, like you know, when talking about PFF stats, I mean, they got yep. Geno ranked as second overall in, in quarterbacks, like at yeah, 80, 86.7. He's like lighting it up. Like, you know, it's really sneaky, freaking good right now. So it's like, yep. sheesh, that's not, yeah. That's not, yeah. It's really weird to see that, but I mean, yeah. once again, is it a system situation and um, is mm-hmm. there just a really good system there in place? Right. I mean, when you have a guy who doesn't really have the best of offensive lines, right? he's been sacked 14 times, but then he's got a really high passer rating. You know, Geno Smith just might be playing a lot of more cautious game more than anything. True. He's not trying to throw the ball downfield. He's just trying to be able to get the ball out of his hands kind of quick, which is, you know, that's a Tom Brady. That's a, that's a that's a page out of Tom Brady's school pretty much and how he plays get the ball out of his hands quick and just throw it to somebody, make quick decisions. Don't hold the ball that long. I mean, as you can see, Russell Wilson was a guy that likes to scatter around and run around and then he'll end up kind of, you know, curling up at a ball sometimes and just taking the hit and kind of (laughs) like how Derek Carr is too. Right. Something when pressure gets in your face, you basically kind of curl up and just take the hit kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kind of reminded me a lot of like, uh, Philip Rivers back in the days too, True. where he he's a statue and he just kind of just takes it and he's not going <laughs> to run away. I mean, like, in a lot of ways, like, I mean, if you're not like, you know, training to do that little scramble stuff like that, you know, like you uh-huh. might want to just, just take the, just take the sack. So that way you don't fumble the ball or throw an or, interception or whatever out of duress, you know? Yep. So absolutely. It makes sense. And, you know, uh, of course it's not ever the best scenario. We wish that everyone yep. could be like Patrick Mahomes, but Hey, you know, that dude's a magician. Yeah, so. he is. He makes magic. He makes mm-hmm. magic happen. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Uh, shifting over to the Seahawks defense. I mean, this is kind of wild. But at the same side, I've always kind of felt the defense for Seahawks have been suspect for a while since yeah. the Legion of Boom. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's their major struggle. 30th in the league right now, giving up about 410 yards a game. Right. I mean. We could we could be eating this game um, quite a bit. So twenty second in the league versus the pass, giving about two hundred forty five yards a game. Thirty one in thirty first in the league against the run, giving up about one hundred sixty five yards a game. So this could be a great game for us. I mean, I mean, the thing is though, we got Joshua Kelly. Pretty much sounds like he has a knee injury. I think it was a yeah. uh, MCL, Ugh. I believe, sprain or something like that, um, which. Is kind of a week to week situation. Is that another soft tissue issue that uh, <laughs> Brandon Staley's going to say? Uh, right, right, yeah, exactly, right. But it was really odd in that last game of Monday night. I was like, why is Sony Michelle on the field? Where is Joshua Kelly? And mm-hmm. I didn't, I wasn't aware that Joshua Kelly got injured um, mm-hmm. and had an injury. So it sounds like he probably won't be playing this week. 
Um, and Brandon Staley has stated that um, Larry Roundtree and Isaiah Spiller are going to have a competitive, uh, you know, mm. battle this week. So, okay, I'm really looking forward to be able to see Isaiah Spiller get out there and, and start showing yeah. what he could do. So, yeah. Um, so we'll see how that kind of goes, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. Obviously, sure. yeah. Um, Tariq Woolen, cornerback for the Seahawks, has been an absolute stud for them. Thing I like about him, he's a tall cornerback, six four. I love seeing a guy like that. You want a guy with height. I mean, that's kind of yes, like yes. our Michael Davis right now um, for us. Um, he's been balling out. Nineteen solo tackles, four picks. He's had a pick it for every week for the last four weeks. He's had five pass defensed. He was a fifth round pick once again. A guy in a late round that just kind of gets out there later in the pick or later in the draft and makes plays. So, mm -hmm. and I think he actually got defensive player this week or something like that. I, it was something that effect that I saw because I mean, they did have a really good game last week. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the guys yeah. on there. And then also Uchenna Nuosu, a familiar name for all of us is yep. on He's the out Seahawks. There. Yep. Yep. So he's, He's, there, so. he's doing pretty good actually, you know, like if yeah. he's got, uh, you know how many? Uh, he's got like twenty-five combined tackles, like a three sacks and what a forced fumble. Like man, you know, like a actually, man, should I actually no? I should not wear his hat this week for sure, <laughs> because yeah, for he was out there. Uh, I ha I have a hat signed by him, and I was like, definitely should not uh, wear that that hat this week. It's bad juju, bad juju, you know. Yeah, no um, doubt, no yeah. doubt. <laughs> he's he's actually he's actually a really cool dude, by the way. Oh, like, for you know, sure. Yeah, like um. Uh, Super nice. It's like, and he, he wished he was like, yeah, we'll get in the playoffs next year. Stuff like that, you know, but fortunately <laughs> not going to be with us now. Not with us. Like, yeah. I'm like, ah, cause this was before the trade and stuff, you know, you know, it's um, funny about that. You bring up something about a hat from an ex chargers player. When I was walking in the stadium, we were chatting. I was chatting. Oh man. I, the name's kind of out of my mind. I can't, I can't remember it right now. It was kind of earlier in the day going to uh thunder alley, but Anyways, he was telling me about how he he friended uh, Denzel Perryman, and he like hung out with him somewhere or another. He went and had dinner with him and stuff, and he was like, "Hey man, like, can you like sign this for me?" It was like some hat or something, or like send a hat to him, like merchandise or something to to have him like sign it. He sent it over to him, and then he like hit up, and I guess he had Denzel Perryman's like number. And he's like, mm -hmm. hey, man, like, did you ever get that package of stuff that I want you to sign and everything? And he's like, oh, yeah, like, I got that hat that you sent over. Yeah, I'm going to keep it. My my daughter's wearing it right now. Ah! So, like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. And I was like, yo, what? dude, I was like, what a raider. What a yeah. raider, dude. What a Thanks raider. Oh, jeez, man. Oh. I was like, that's jacked up, dude. That's whack. But... That's whack, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. But <clears throat> yeah, that sounds know. pretty funny. They, they, I guess he was, he was born to be a Raider. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but uh, the, the one thing with this defense, I mean, it's bad. It is a bad defense. Yeah. I, I know earlier on, I believe it was Indiana Jones was talking about, he's like, Hey, you know what? This could be a defensive game. You know, anything's possible. But if you look at the stats and look on the paper, it's probably telling us it's not going to be a defensive game. I mean, I think really? they are gelling more as a defense but i don't think that i don't think it could be that it could be an offensive outburst kind of game like that they had against the lions where it's 40 45 um and last week with the seahawks versus the cardinals i mean 
I think I live in Arizona, so I'm not really a big fan of the Cardinals by any means, and I'm not a giant fan of Kyler Murray. And I just think that there's a lot of things out there that that team is kind of a mess. Um, and then also Marquise Brown went down for them last week. I know they're getting um, uh, uh, DeAndre. Mm. What, what's her receiver? Oh my gosh, why is my brain not coming together right now? Uh, DeAndre Hopkins? Hopkins is supposed to be coming back. Okay, good. They did sign um, uh, Robbie Anderson, too. So, I mean, they're starting to try to build up that wide receiver core again. But, you know, it's the same side when you got Kyler Murray running for 100 yards. That means a lot because the run game ain't working with, you know, Benjamin and such. So, right, right. I, I don't know if it's going to be that much of a defensive game, but we will see what happens because, I mean, once again, my biggest concern for the Chargers is that we play on other teams' levels, yeah. um, and that's frustrating. <laughs> it's super frustrating. Yeah, like we just we just always want to make it close, you know. Like I'm just like, come on, guys. Yeah. yeah, we need we need to get it together a little bit more, and we need mm-hmm. to be able to play our game, and that's something that I definitely feel too. So, yeah. Um, so, I don't know for for just quick notes for like our strategy um, defensively. I think like what we talked about with their O-line, they have two yeah. rookies on the ends. I think we could really attack them. And then Austin Black yeah. right in the middle. I, like I mean, that. he's not ranked very well. He's got a young line that's not doing so well. They're giving up a lot of sacks. So I think it's a very simple strategy. Attack the line as much as you possibly can. Um, and yeah. then also with doing that, you want to contain Geno Smith and the run game too mm-hmm. as much mm-hmm. as you can. So yeah. Um, so those are a couple of things that I think defensively. I don't know if you had any ideas defensively at all, Kyle, on you know how to attack this team. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, that's that's clear right there. Like, I mean, we've got to shut down uh, Metcalf and Lockett, though. You know, as well. Like, Great. I mean, uh, you know, because to be honest, our cornerbacks have not been doing so hot. I mean, mm-hmm. Callahan has been really our bright spot as far as yep. like. Uh, uh, corners go you know like and and of course he's only a slot slot corner you know yep. um but uh so I, I mean i don't know man jc jackson is just like he's we, there's a lot of hype and you know obviously i don't know if anyone else saw that um article that came out about him today um yep. but he he was talking about how you know he's he's really upset at himself um yeah. for the way he's been performing and stuff and and uh, granted uh, it's understandable you know like in Cause we're all upset about it too, you know? Yeah. So, um, but I mean, I would love for him to step up this game, but it's going to be a tough one for him to do that because, mm-hmm. you know, going up against DK Metcalf and Geno Smith is playing lights out. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, and if that, in that regards too, like, I'm curious. I mean, I kind of think we should, should bench him again, you know? Yeah. Like maybe just get his mind right a little bit more. Cause like maybe, maybe getting benched, at halftime last game is going to light that fire under his butt to actually, yeah. you know, perform better this week. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm presenting that question to you and also the, 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 the guys here, you know, like, what do you guys think? Should we actually just put uh, JC Jackson on the bench this week? Cause yeah. it's, it's not a favorable matchup if he's going to be not performing at his top level again. Yep. Right. Well, and the interesting thing about it is, is that when we put in Michael Davis in the second half, um, yeah. I think we only gave up, and I and I'm probably gonna say this incorrectly, but I want to say it was 16 or like 19 total pass yards in the second half from Russell Wilson. Yeah. 
Right. I mean, but then there was also negative yards because of on pass plays, you'd get sacked and such. Right. So I think it ended up becoming a negative amount of yards. I think it might've been negative six yards or something crazy like that. So the thing is though, it's interesting about JC Jackson is that he, he even talked a little bit about the article I spoke on in a video that we released earlier today. It was kind of talking about just how he needs to find his confidence back. And yeah. he also came out in an interview just a little while ago saying that I just feel defeated. And yeah. so there's, I don't have that swagger that I want and that swagger that I'm all about. Um, I saw a video just a little while ago about, um, I think it was the LA football network. Um, they do a really good breakdown of like players on teams and, and games and how a player is playing. And he did one on JC Jackson today, right. kind of went over his plays and the plays that he blew up on Monday night football. And uh, the thing about it is, is that he's really a man corner, but they keep putting him out in like this little like cover, like kind of being a little bit further away kind of situation. So he's not allowing him to be do who do who he is and how JC Jackson plays. He plays physical and he plays physical at the line. He likes yeah. to bump the guy off the line and then force him off his route pretty much and stay with him when he's playing the zone or this off coverage. He ends he kind of looks lazy for some reason. Like he mm -hmm. doesn't want to just run and he doesn't understand how to run right in, in that kind of zone based coverage or off coverage. Right. And so, and he looks slower. He looks like kind of lost for some reason, but when they showed him on the man coverage, he was on him, like just like white right. on rice. Basically he was just all over him the whole entire route. And he was very, very pressed on the receiver. And right. that's what you want to see from the guy. And, yeah. and that's so, what he's good at. Yeah, that's what he's good at. So I expect him to come in as a game plan. And, I, and even in the preseason, Brandon Staley kept saying, hey, we need guys that play, can play man. We right. want guys to play man. JC Jackson fits that mold. Play him as man and just leave it at that. Like, right. stop playing this off coverage with him. Stop screwing around with him. The thing is, though, that it was interesting about watching some of the highlights, and they even pointed out on the L.A. Uh, Football Network in the highlights, is that J.C. Jackson, his mannerisms after, like, a play of some sort is he looks defeated. So that's going to be something that we need to see because we need to see his – excuse me. We need to see his confidence built up somewhere or another. How is that going to happen? Well, right. I think what's going to happen is that he needs to get an interception. He needs yeah. to bat some balls down. Yep. He needs to lock somebody down to be able to yeah. show that, hey, I'm doing this job right now. And I get it. Like in my profession, when you feel like you're going getting down on it and you're just getting destroyed and you're not winning anything, it's hard to get no. yourself out of that hole. It's definitely. Tough. Oh, yeah, so yeah. That's kind of where I think with JC Jackson is. And I I he is going to start this game, which Brand Staley stated that too. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I mean, that so that's good. I mean, you know, because that way, like, like you said, he just needs to get his groove back and he needs yep. to actually, like, you know, get get his hand on the, on that ball in some all way. That's all it needs just to, to get his confidence back, you know. And yeah, and he's playing in a completely different division with a whole yep. different opponents and stuff. So, I don't know, man. So, yep. we'll see. And like, and so that's that's really my attack for the defense, honestly. I just like feel like we need to just shut down those receivers because. Yep. You know, stick to them like white on rice. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. 
So rice aroni, my man. Rice aroni. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> Uncle Ben's instant rice, baby. That's let's right. That's right. Minute <laughs> rice, baby. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I actually use my uh, Instapot for rice, and I make some fantastic rice out of there. Some mm. garlic rice. Mm, it's mm. great. It's great uh, stuff. Yeah, I use I use uh, my Instapot for rice too. Actually, I mean, oh, man, yeah. it does a phenomenal job. It does. I mean, it does, man. I don't even know. I don't get it. It's, yeah, man. Times I just. Throw rice in there and just put a little butter on that thing when it gets in there, when it gets mm. in the Instant Pot mm-hmm. with that garlic yep. and everything. Yeah. Man, you just throw a little bit of sauce on top of that rice and man, you are in the game right there, my man. That's right. That's well, welcome right to there. the Bolt Bros cooking show, guys. <laughs> yeah. You want some Instant Pot recipes? I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right, fantastic. guys. Well, yeah. even to say with the defense, though, JC Jackson. He's been mm-hmm. giving up some explosive plays. We need to find a right. way to stop those explosive plays. Yes. So yes, yeah, big big pass and big run plays. We need to find a way to stop those. So right, um, right. But I think for you, Kyle, you want to talk a little bit offensively. Some some ideas that would be good, kind of early in the week. Um, run the damn ball. How about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Look, exactly. Austin- Austin Eckler has been great the past two games, you know, yep. let's just, let's just keep that momentum going, you know, like, I mean, like clearly like, so I'm looking at their, uh, their lineup as well right now. Uh, yeah. Their defensive line is actually not all that fantastic either. Yep. So right. I think we should be able to, you know, to get at least five yards per carry um, uh, on a, on the regular, you know what I'm saying? So yep. like, I think that'd be huge. Like, cause Obviously, and the biggest thing is too is like Austin Eckler. He's obviously one of our. He's not an X factor because he's like you know a definite. He is the factor. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Uh, But he's he needs to be out there, man, and he needs to be you know uh, running that ball like, let alone just to protect freaking Herbert. Um, But obviously, as we see, like we know Nuasu is is actually a really good edge rusher and stuff like that, you know. So, but that. Uh, looks like the left side of their line, uh, offensively, whatever, is actually really vulnerable. And so, yeah. and, and in a lot of ways too, that's kind of our weaker side too, because mm-hmm. of uh, Pipkins uh, being slightly injured as well. Yeah. But I think we can definitely make it work, and we can yeah. do well, really well that way. Like, hey, like I keep I keep preaching for this. I want to see some one-two personnel out there. I want yeah, to get exactly. let's get let's get Horvath to lead the blo- uh, the running. And, yep. you know, uh, get some more opportunities there, you know? Yep. So Agreed. Yep. Agreed. That makes a lot of sense. And, I mean, the thing is, though, too, with this game, and I know we chatted about it earlier. Yeah. You know, Austin Eckler, um, Sony Michelle are kind of the two healthy backs right now. So, Isaiah Spiller could make his debut this week. That'd be um, good. If he beats out Larry Roundtree um, for, to be able to be activated for this game. So, I, it, it sucks Joshua Kelly's out because, I, I mean, I was really looking forward to him for that Bronco game. Uh, yeah. Kind of threw off our run game a lot. But the thing is, the, opportuni- uh, up, the opportunity this week <laughs> is very, very ripe because, right. I mean, they are giving up 165 yards a game on the ground. So, I mean, yeah, just like I said earlier, Ooh. I mean, Kyler Murray ran 100 on him last week. Sheesh. I mean, that's yeah. pretty nuts. You know, I, I want to say I even saw a stat that I think it was like, 8.8 or 9.8 yards that the the Seattle defense is giving up uh, per play. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that is astronomical. And that's, that's why you're that's getting wild. 400 plus yards thrown and ran on you every single game. 
Yeah. So it, it's going to be interesting because I think this could be a game that we could just run the ball a ton. If mm-hmm. Isaiah Spiller really does come in and he plays well, I, I do get leery that he is a rookie. Yeah. Um, rookies make mistakes and try to do a little bit extra when they know they should not. Um, yeah. But Austin Eckler, I think, could be that guy where they could just throw it out to him on the side and let him just run and do his thing. Um, yeah. So we'll see how that pans out. Um, you know, other side of the offense too. Yeah. Let Herbert throw downfield all last week or on Monday night. I felt like it was all just these small little routes. Yeah. Small little hacks. Yeah. And it's not using Herbert's strengths in my opinion. Now, once again, I do think Pat Sertan is a fantastic corner. He locked down Mike Williams pretty much that entire game. It is what it is. Find ways to be able to get him out of that coverage. Find some ways to be able to to do some crossing routes or some routes where you're doing some slants or try to find a way to be able to get him some way downfield. I think Keenan Allen will be back this week. I know he's practicing this week. I know they've been talking about it, but man, last week shows we really missed Keenan Allen. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So we'll see how it pans out this week. I think we need this to throw the field down or ball downfield more often. Mm -hmm. And uh, we don't need to get in a back and forth game with these guys. And no, uh, like that, like that Denver game. I mean, once again, big props. I, I mean, me and me and Andrew basically give big props to the to the Denver Broncos defenses. That defense makes offenses look really bad. And now, if their offense ever figures out a way to be able to get back into it, that team will be absolutely dangerous. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. They're two and four, still a young season. But man, it's it's an uphill battle at this point for yeah. them. So. But Sheesh. those are some of the things that I think of. I don't know if you had any other additions to the offense that you'd want to see. Oh, I would say one thing, too. Mm-hmm. Let's have a cleaner game on the penalties both sides of the ball. Like, Yeah, that's oh. true. I mean, was that the refs trying to give the game to Russ? I kept saying I think they're just trying to give the game to Russell Wilson. Um, but, man, there was a lot of penalties in that game. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, it was really ridiculous on that. Like, I mean, and – this whole season, not just for the Chargers alone, though, like every all the refs have been like completely trash when it comes to especially roughing the passer calls, you know, absolutely sus, man. Like, I don't get that, you know, but yep, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, the biggest thing is though, too, is like, I mean, I don't want to see another special teams game, like, I mean, yeah, like, you know, uh, you know, Indian, oh man, I keep moving my camera, <laughs> uh, yeah. Indiana Jones, he, he was saying that uh um uh, it was a defensive game, uh but I I I call it no this is, that was a special teams game you know that was a that was the only thing that was going on there you know and freaking of course again hats off to freaking uh uh freaking Hopkins man yeah he just, he just went down he, yeah. he just he just made that thing going you know shoot you know uh, man I mean dude gut it out. Got it yeah. out, and that's exactly what he did. Now he's out for two to four weeks, and we're going to bring back in uh, Burlett. Uh, is, is that uh, is that you say his last name? Uh, Bertolet, I think. Yeah, I kept I kept saying Burgle Cut. If anybody knows Willow, <laughs> <laughs> hey, see the the new show's coming out soon, though. You know, yeah, so, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking but, forward to it. And some sure of the Bert- original cast is in there too. I I, yeah. I heard that Val Kilmer is supposed to have some appearances. Oh, no Mad Martigan in some manner. I don't know how that's going to work, but. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. 
they may they may kill him off though yeah. because well so, i don't know if because there's a there is a um uh documentary on i believe it was uh amazon prime about that thing uh, and i don't know if you watched it but apparently mm-hmm. you know he was uh you know he married uh sorsha you know the the chick you know that yeah. you know, he, he fell in love with or whatever in the movie yep. Uh, way later, in fact, in fact, he had a crush on her even before that movie happened. Oh, know? really? Yeah, it was like it was like it was like you know, will in the universe that they were gonna be together in something <laughs> like that. Uh, but uh, they later divorced and stuff like that, you know, because of X Y Z reasons and stuff. So right, yeah. Uh, uh, but the bigger thing is though too is I found out from that thing is that Val Kilmer has like a whole like a throat thing, yeah. like a, tr- a tracheotomy. Like you know, that's yep. why he didn't. That's why he really didn't have any lines in a. Uh, Top Gun, yeah. So, unfortunately, they may just like you know give him kind of a funeral thing, just like they did there or something like that. You know, yeah. I I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah. Or or just like a painting of him and say he's this legendary character that Willow used to hang out with or something. Yeah, something, something, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, there's Andrew. He's here. Andrew, there he is. Hey, Andrew, are are you uh, dressed up in the uh, the purple Teletubby? uh outfit yeah. again that's 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 it that's his that, go-to that's his go-to, go-to right there <laughs> <laughs> well let's uh, uh let's go over any questions yeah or... we had a bunch of questions that came through and i just kind of cool. been marking them yeah so solid uh, solid yeah yeah yeah. so uh a lot of them pablo he's he's been uh primo pablo he's been actually pablo very... getting them yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. i think we kind of answered some of them uh yeah. but the, for the first one uh was those is the Slayer actually going to be back this week? And uh, I believe the answer is yes. You know, I, I think um, he's trending very positive. I think they even said he was feeling good last week. He could have started, but they opted not to just give him one more week or something. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. And, you know, these these hammy injuries, man, they linger. Yeah. And uh, it's tough to be able to just find a way to recover it. It's not easy. It's not easy like an injection that you could just throw in there. And you're back to 100% or at least to at least a 90% ish level. So it takes time. And, um, you know, I think last week they said before the Monday night game, they were saying, yeah, we're just looking to see to get him back for the Seahawks game. And that's straight up. That's how they're trying to go. And now, once again, if he doesn't play the Seahawks game, we got a bye week. Yeah. And he'll be back for sure after the bye week. So. Absolutely, he he will be back yeah. after the bye week, no matter what. Yeah. And that's kind of we need him yeah. back because I know Joshua Palmer went in a concussion, or at least was on the injury oh, report great. today for concussion. So uh, um, yeah. I don't know when that happened and how that happened, but um, we're getting we're getting short on that. I mean, Parham is also on that too for a concussion, also too. Um, oh, also, and I guess we're kind of just raffling off the uh, um, injury report <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Trey Pipkins uh, was questionable for return in uh, or to practice. So, I mean, he'll, he should be fine. Corey Lindsley had a stomach bug or he got food poisoning or something like that. Yeah, that's why he so missed. He, yeah, he should be back. Um, so things things are kind of like we got these injury issues. Joshua uh, Kelly is out. So um, I don't think he's coming back this week. So um so yeah that's kind of where we're at right now uh so far so we'll see how the week develops i know there's other couple bruises and bumps and everything too but i don't imagine them being any other issues so yeah yeah that's where we're at uh 
cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Aether, I, I'm not. Sure. I don't see your question, your your uh, your comment. Maybe it's in the uh, the actual thread. Uh, if you want to look for it, James, as for the uh, yeah. uh, maybe it it was hidden. Um, because if he if he said like a cuss word or whatever like that, we have to kind of approve it or something like that. But yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it, I love the defense. Yeah, is it is it I love our defense the way they play on Monday night? Everyone talks some shiz about our coach. Well, does anyone have something to say? Let's go then. Is it that one? Um, you know, and the thing about it is, yeah, the these fans in general are very fickle. I know I chatted with Aether a little bit on this in a private message and everything, and it's we're just a fickle fan base, and we can't be happy about three game win streak. I mean, we want our wins to be able to be like, hey, we blew them out. 35 to three. Like we'd love to see that, you know, an ugly win is still a win in the column. Yep. And that's what matters in the end. You know, when I was on the, at the Monday night game, uh, we're chatting with some Broncos fans and I was sitting there in the OT, we got upgraded to like the 200 level, which is phenomenal seats. in SoFi, by the way, um, wait, how did that happen anyways? Like, I, oh, I mean, I was, I was like, what, uh, what do you mean you got upgraded? Super random. So I don't remember. I think we we're on the 300 level and kind of the standing area, kind of like yeah. behind like the field goal posts. Right. And um, yeah, we we're just kind of sitting there and just kind of hanging out, watched most of the game there and everything right around kind of the middle eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. This guy comes up. He's like, hey, is it just you two guys? And I was like, yep. And they're like, hey, here's some tickets. It's down here in the VIP section at 200 go down there and just go and sit down. I was like, all right. So like we went down there and that was when um, Justin Herbert threw the interception or the tip pass to the interception and everything like that. Yeah. So we were trying to run to our seats and then we got down there and <laughs> the girls that were sitting next to us or the row above us was friends with Meg, who is like the social media manager for um, oh. the chargers. And nice. they had this big old like, picture or like a banner for meg and like oh let's go meg or something like that that's cool and uh, i i kept touching the touching the banner saying the power of meg is going to make us win power yeah. of meg is going to make us win and <laughs> that's what it worked so that's right that's awesome um, but that's all it was i i and he's like a ticket broker for sofi or something and okay. so i got his card and all that and so nice if we need any other um you know tickets we could hit him up on that so that's cool um, that's really cool yeah yeah Dang, it's yeah, too bad so, you didn't get those. You didn't get those seats a little bit earlier because the VIP section is where you get yeah. actually free food, free drink, and stuff. You know. I know, yeah. I know. When we were there, it was all pretty much wiped out. And I was yeah, like, they, oh, no, they, 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 I don't know why, but they put it away at like at the third quarter or something like yeah. that. You know, I'm Super like, weird. Super Sharks? weird. Yeah, why are you doing that? Yeah, eh. but to go back to Aether's question, yeah. yeah so the yeah, thing yeah. is, though, these fans are really fickle and all fans are fickle. And I think with yeah. the Chargers, we have higher expectations for this team and we expect this team to be able to, um, you know, do better than they are uh, doing. And so I, and Aether, I think the thing about this game Monday night is that I think we kind of expected to roll them, but at the same side, man, Denver defense is legit, man. Like yeah. that team makes offenses look bad straight up. And yeah, you know, I didn't want to see a 12-9 Colts-Broncos game, but we dang near got that with a 19-16 Broncos yeah. game. I was wanting the Chargers defense to only give up or be under 20 points uh, for the opposition to, to score, which worked out. We didn't yeah. score 20 points, but yeah. we found a way to win. <laughs> yeah. In yep. the end. So, 
but just fickle fans. And I mean, you know, the we last week we against the Browns, we won by them missing a field goal. And then this week we won the game by kicking a field goal. So um, a win is a win is a win and I'll take it all day. And a lot of these Broncos fans over there, when I was chatting with them, they're like, I hate when games go to tie and we don't want to see a tie game. We just say to win or lose game and that's it. Yeah. And yeah. I'm glad that that kind of happened that one of these teams won and it just so happened to be the Chargers. Yes. That's, that makes so, it even better. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So uh next question yeah my next question here uh another one from pablo primo pablo again uh how big is Corey Lindsay to this offense though you know i mean i dude he's huge i mean he really he really helps that line like you know get their assignments right and get their play calls right you know because like holy smokes dude like like uh, he's i mean he's playing as at a pro bowl level again this year um even though he's missed a couple games already He's still like looking at his PFF. He's ranked fifth overall centers yeah. and he's, he's freaking dominating, man. Like, I mean, he just knows that line and controls it so well and really just like helps it out. Like, yep. you know, yeah, your, your, your center is as good as like your quarterback. So meaning as in your center can really tell the quarterback what he's seeing. And then they could adjust accordingly. Like he's the guys, the boots on the ground is the way I always feel it as that will tell the quarterback what he's seeing. And so if you don't have a guy who could really know and understand what they're running at them defensively, you know, it's, it's like two minds basically come together to be able to create a game plan on field um, right. for what they're seeing. And so, you know, Corey Lindsay's an absolute stud. He's a, he's a road grader, great pass coverage. Um, he's just a phenomenal talent to be on there. And, you know, Will Clapp didn't play bad. Um, Brendan Heim is getting out there too. That was scary too, seeing that and how thin it was getting there. But yeah, you know, true. we we definitely hope that, and it should be back this week. Corey Lindsay should be back. Um, I mean, he ate a bad burrito or something like that. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, he got, he got he got sick from it. So, oh um, yeah, well he just, but he's, he's massive he's, for the team. He needs to eat more Kogi. Yeah, that's uh, Ooh, yes, that, please. That's, that's how you know you'll you'll get good food all the time. So yeah, just, that's right. Just get that Quality Kogi all the time. That's yeah, right. Man. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, any All other right. questions? Yeah, we got a bunch more. Yeah, so okay. Cool. Um, and I think uh, this uh, we kind of may have talked about this one a little bit as well. Uh, did you see Staley giving uh, yeah. J.C. Jackson a short leash against the Sea Chickens this weekend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's just it. You know, like we just talked about that a little bit. J.C. Jackson was talking about how he's. Um, not uh you know not pleased with his own performance and he's pretty upset about that it's really disappointing to him that he's not doing so well and like we were just saying he really just needs to get that confidence back and Mm -hmm. because clearly right now i mean i mean he's doing pretty piss poor like you look at his stats and stuff like that and it's just like oof that is not this is not the will the will the jc jack the real jc jackson please stand up (laughs) you know yeah exactly Well, yeah. you know, the one thing, too, I don't think Geno Smith's going to kill you with his arm uh, mm. downfield. So I don't I don't see him as one of the top arms in the, in the league. I see him as one of those guys that's just going to play safe. Game manager base type uh, quarterback that will just throw some dink and dunks on all you day. All, all day on you. I can't talk for some reason. 
But the thing about that is, is that fits well for JC Jackson's game. Yeah. So yeah, he could exactly. play a lot more man press type situations and he could just play really tight on receivers. And I think that's where Brandon Staley needs to go back to the, to that. And once again, I'm going to say this, I think the coaching staff and I think Telesco is watching our podcast because we always talk about certain things on here and then ends up happening. Either that or we're a part of the team. Maybe we're secretly a part of the Chargers and we're the ones pulling the strings in the background. Um, But (laughs) I think this is a game that JC Jackson could really fit extremely well for his game. As long as they just keep him in, in man coverage and just keep him in that position. Don't let him play this off coverage or anything like that. Cause for whatever reason, he just doesn't try that much. And I, I think it's something he just doesn't fit into very well. Yeah. Um, So I'm expecting him to do well. I was hoping that was going to happen in that Bronco game. It did not. Now, this is a game that I think could be his get right game. Watch him when he gets a pick, when he gets a couple batted passes in a game, you'll start seeing that confidence come back. And yeah. and I get it. I get it 100%. You got to think in baseball, like a guy who's 0-28, and all of a sudden he gets a one hit. That one hit just gives him that little bit of confidence. Next thing you know, he goes on a tear for five hits on – 10 met bats or whatever it might be. He starts just going on tears. And so just, he just needs to find those momentums. He's only got one pass defense so far this year, but once he gets that little momentum going, going, you'll see him change and shift. So it's a confidencing. I think he said today that he just feels completely, um, uh, what do you say? Not disappointed, but basically he feels completely just, um demolished or something like that oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, what's what's the word shoot uh um, yeah, i can't remember the word that he said but it was yeah. like he just basically just felt just completely defeated he felt Def- defeated. yeah that's it. yep 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 and so you know just give him a couple shots and watch he'll he'll make it happen i think yeah. will he be on a short lease if he gives up a big play absolutely he'll yeah. be they'll go right back to michael davis at that point so yep yeah on that note uh, follow up question. You know, Vato had a good showing on on Monday, and uh, looking at his stats, and yeah, he definitely did. Um, mm-hmm. He only gave up five yards. You know, in the second nice. second half. You know, he had there was two targets his way, and he uh, he they caught one, and it went only for five yards. There was nothing after catch. He literally stopped them right at it. You know, and that was yep. on the contrary. Uh, you know, J.C. Jackson, like he they had three targets his way. Um, yep. and he, and he gave up, uh, 86 yards in total and 17 yards after catch. So, yeah. and not good. Yeah. It's not good at all. You know? Yep. So, uh, yeah, Michael Davis, like, I think he did say early in this, uh, the off season that he was actually like feeling much better about his, himself and his own confidence. Like at the end of the yep. year, he was like actually struggling with like girlfriend situation or something like that, you know? And like, yep. and that never that never ends well, like uh, with uh, with stuff, you know. So I don't know. What, what are your thoughts on Vato? Do you have any other yeah. things? Yeah. Well, and that's a perfect example of what J.C. Jackson might be going through. I don't really know what's going on with him personally True. or anything like that. Um, I know his Instagram's clean wiped, and he just randomly puts stuff up on his stories. Oh, sure. Um, but maybe he's just going through some mental shifts. And I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a story on some players that try to get out of their their comfort zone and so there's some players that end up that are like high quality basketball players i can't remember the the player's name but maybe i'm 
it sounds like I'm making up a story, but I remember this guy that actually did a lot of coverage for high school basketball in the LA area. And this one high recruit, he got, he got picked up by, I think it might've been like uh, Syracuse or something like that. So he was way upstate New York, um, high end kind of guy ended up going out there to play basketball, just played like garbage because he's from LA. Yeah. And so going from LA to Syracuse is a massive difference. He's away from family. He's in a completely new, new zone, new area, cold weather, just hard for you to make that transition. Right. You know, you would think that going like a guy like JC Jackson going from New England, terrible weather to just perfect, perfect weather all the time in LA. Yeah. That he would be able to make a good switch. But sometimes these shifts just make you not feel very comfortable because you feel True. like I don't really know my place here and I feel really out of sorts. I really can't focus on my game that well. For some reason, I just feel really just scared to be here possibly. Uh, and I've had friends that have moved from smaller towns into LA and they just, man, they get consumed there. Yeah, And it's very, very hard for them to make that transition because it's too much going on. So maybe that's kind of what JC Jackson's going through. Um, maybe it's just a little bit of an issue of just being out of sorts, more or less with his living situation. And just being in a new area that he's uncomfortable with. I, sure. I don't know. That sounds silly. That sounds extremely silly. But at the same side, it's, it is absolutely true um, how it works. So that's something that I think that might be out there. Um, so, but I mean, the thing is, though, in, in uh, preseason, he was doing extremely well yeah. in, in camp. I mean, he was looking like JC Jackson, the guy that we signed $82.5 million to. Yeah, and we were thinking it was great. Now, once again, that's all practice, completely different being in a game, but that's something that um, I'm trying to remind myself that he's got talent. It's just he needs to find his confidence back somewhere or another. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, clearly we know that he has all the talent in the world. He's an all-pro yep. cor- corner, um, but you know that's just a worry that maybe you know he just needs to find that confidence. Or as I was thinking. Uh, he gave up his magic bone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was. Maybe it was <laughs> the ankle, the <laughs> ankle bone that got pulled out. Dang it's it! A, it's a magical magic bone, bro. You know, can we put that back in? I don't know. <laughs> you know, we need. <laughs> yeah. That was his strength. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, you know, yeah. just, he needs a confidence couple plays, and then he'll get it back at it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, we got Aether's question here. So, uh, here we go. So what is Seattle prepared for our offense? Because Seattle is not Denver, you know, but, and it's like we talked about a little bit, uh, their defense is definitely uh, leaving a lot of holes open for us. I feel like, right. Yeah. yeah. So like their, their safeties in, in, and linebackers are the ones that are the most sus for us, I believe. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they're, they're, Woolen is still pretty dang amazing. Uh, yeah. Nuosu is doing pretty good, uh, and their their nose tackle is actually doing pretty dang good as well. So yeah, Diggs Diggs is a pretty solid corner for them too, and he's had some good years. I think he's kind of having slightly a down year this year, um, but it is just a tough thing because when you start looking at just if I'm basing stats, I mean th- we could have a massive output with our offense this week. Um, mm-hmm. 
there is a little bit of a threat of a, a pass rush, which they've gotten 14 sacks already this year. But our line has been pretty good. Last week is our worst game that we had. Um, on I think we gave up two sacks, yeah. um, which is still really good. And I think we're averaging maybe a little bit over 1.2 sacks per game. Um, so I'll take that all day with a line that adjusted quite a bit through the game. Um, I'll take that all day. So I how how Seattle's going to be prepared for our offense, man. You know, our, our almost our worst. I'm not, and I'm not trying to sound like a hater here either, but I think everybody really feels like Lombardi is kind of holding back this offense too. So, um, so I think that's something that we got to think about. That you know, we just need to make sure our play calls are good too, and how we can prepare for them and how to light them up. All right, once again, I think this is a great game for us to be able to run a ton on. Yeah, run a ton on it. I think it's a great game for us to be able to look some downfield throws. I want to see some Herbert down downfield Herbo bombs, please. We need to see some more of those. I know he's injured and everything, but I think of the same side. He's 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 doing well and he's gutting through his his injury. And I don't I don't think it's as bad as it as he thinks or as some people think. I don't even think it's a topic of discussion sometimes now. Yeah. Um, but I think they're going to have a hard time stopping us because I think they have a lot more of a suspect defense all around. So, yeah, totally agree. Totally agree. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, I feel like if they're going to prepare for us in some way, um, I mean, clearly they're going to try and rush uh, Nuosu and like really just kind of pressure uh, Salier a lot to make the, uh, the yep. blocks, you know, because I mean, he's still the, the newbie, the rookie there. And, and didn't really get as much reps at the left tackle position there. And then also left guard. It's like, that's going to be their vulnerable spot um, to basically probably hit that. Uh, I believe it's called the a gap in between the left guard and center. Yeah. Um, they're going to hit that gap a lot, I think. Um, and then when it comes down to it too, like, I mean, I mean, hopefully, hopefully Keenan Allen is playing because clearly we need a lot more help in our uh, ride running the receiving core. Um, yeah. Because obviously Palmer's a tough situation. Carter's actually been doing really well, you know, but like um they're gonna got Woolen is definitely I think he's definitely gonna get a pick on us though. Sorry to say that I <laughs> you know I mean he's 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 lights out right now, you know. So he's doing well. Yeah. Doing well. So that, that that's kind of like what I think that the Seattle defense is going to like focus on the most. Uh, this, the those vulnerable spots that we got right now. Yep, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, uh, I think for our offense, our offense could be only can be better, and I think this game could be a bigger um, outpour uh, of yeah. offensive points this week. So, I agree. UCF Jaguar, what up, bud? Oh, you, UCF Jaguars in the chat. Ooh, I didn't press. Didn't mean to press that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, all right. Yeah, you know, I, I actually kind of want to bring up uh, UCF's Jaguars question too, and he's he's saying Go that how the Seahawks are the definition of a winning organization when they win when everybody thinks they suck. And I mean, you know, man, like that's the same thing I thought about them going into the season. I was like, man, they're gonna get smoked this season. Geno Smith, your quarterback, that is laughable. Like, right? Wow. I mean, Drew Locke is your backup. I mean, Drew Locke really. We've played him many times and. Man, it, it's he's not that good. But at the same side, dude, Pete Carroll knows how to coach a team. Like yeah. that guy is a stud. Like, dude, 
a very experienced guy uh, going back to the Patriots, uh, being head coach years and years ago, um, to basically being USC, winning multiple national championships, albeit maybe a little bit of, uh, you know, cheating the, going on there. With the asterisks there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he made it happen. And then, right. you know, he went over to the Seahawks, won one Super Bowl, got to another. Um, and the guy just knows how to play. He's just an experienced guy and he knows how to win. So, you know, he's he's definitely showing to me that Russell Wilson, if he doesn't get any better, um, I mean, they have fleeced the Broncos for picks and for players. And they show that Russell Wilson could just be a system guy. So, yeah, crazy. And then Geno Smith Super is just wild. fitting perfectly right now. Um, I mean, he, like I said earlier in the in the show, his stats aren't too far off from Herbert. So <laughs> weird, weird Super to even think that and even say wild. that is even strange. Yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of makes me, kind of, kind of makes my skin crawl a little bit, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt, it's yeah. weird. Right. But I mean, the thing is that Gina Smith was under a lot of different good quarterbacks, too, and he learned from them. So true. Um, I mean, he was under with us with um, with Philip Rivers. He was yeah. under man. Why do I always say Manning for some reason? Was, was he under Eli? You no, know, was it Eli Manning? I don't know why my, my brain going dead here. I don't know. Um, obviously, Russell Wilson. Uh, yeah. yeah, he was with the Giants in 2017. So Eli Manning. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's been with some good quarterbacks and guys that are potential Hall of Famers. So right, right. Um, so he's learned and he sat and learned. He's been that clipboard holder this all this time, and he's he's absorbed. So oh yeah, and he was a first round pick, I believe, years ago too. So I mean, yeah, it, what yeah. changed him is that he got socked in the jaw and broke his jaw um, from that punch <laughs> with the Jets. So yeah, yeah. That's how it all changed for him. So, <laughs> hey, you know what? I mean, everyone's got a a good, a solid plan until they get punched in the face. You know. Yep. Oh, yeah. he's a second round pick. For some reason, I always thought he was a first round pick. It was a ah. early second round pick. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. But all right, all cool. right. Any other questions? Yeah, we had a couple more. Uh, I think we'll just wrap it up with the, these last little ones. Uh, from cool. pa- Pablo again here. Pablo, going. Mm-hmm. Uh. Do you see Donald Parman having a big day against the Seacocks? You know, he looked good against the, the Donkeys on Monday, right? On Monday night. It, but then he got another concussion. And so it makes you concerned a little bit. And it didn't seem like it was anything like major. He just kind of like fell to the ground. It didn't look like he like slammed too hard on the ground, but sure. he got a concussion from that. So um, I, I wonder with the new concussion protocol, if they're going to have to keep him out. Um, cause I don't, it seems like they're very, very, very sensitive to anybody having, um, concussions now, yeah. um, after that two, a concussion. So, um, who knows if he's going to play, I would love to have him be out there because he is a great size addition to our offense and we right. need size right now. Yeah. Hey, exactly. And if you look at Monday night, there's a lot of small guys out on that field. Um, you know, Deandre Carter, Bandy couldn't really fit in because he was a small receiver. Uh, Mike Williams really was the tallest guy. I mean. Joshua Palmer is a relatively tall guy, but he kind of looks a little bit smaller on the field uh, than yeah. like a Mike Williams. Um, so I would love to have that additional size out there. I mean, Gerald Everett's a pretty good size too, but I please, if we could get Darryl, Donald Parham out there, I think he would be great to be able to have out there for sure. Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, I mean, and like you said too, like I mean, that concussion protocol that they actually are implementing now is like a huge factor because uh, because all the stuff that happened with Tua and then of course Teddy Bridgewater right after, you know, like I mean, they have to make some changes really fast to those policies because I mean, you know, I mean, it's true what they say: the bigger they are, the harder they fall, and that's yep. Parham is like six foot nine or some crap like yeah, that, you know, so, massive. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I mean. I mean, I'd love to see him out there, but if he's not, you know, one hundred percent, don't put him out there. I don't, I don't want to yep. see him, you know, doing the uh, uh, what what happened last year with, the, with KC with him again, you know. So, yeah, that was yeah. scary. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was scary. So, mm-hmm. yeah, hope that doesn't happen. So, yes, yeah, sir, no, sir. Uh, and then going back to our our last little stuff about Vato here, uh, it looks like he's locked in. Uh, plus, this is his second year in the scheme. I think he has earned more playing time. What do you guys think? Yeah. Oh, 100%. I mean, I, I really feel like, you know, James, Andrew, and I were talking about it a little bit today. And, like, we think that um, they should actually rotate, you know, J.C. Yeah. Jackson and Michael Davis there, you know. Uh, and really just actually kind of, you know, get both of them rest or whatever like that, you know, get them both out there playing. I think that would be great. That would be, that'd be yep. super smart. So, yeah, and it's kind of a hard thing. I mean, initially going into the season, obviously you got you paid a guy eighty two point five million dollars. He's going to get the nod to start, and yeah. you know, I think I want to say Michael Davis is our second highest paid cornerback on our team, right? Um, and he's kind of been pushed to the fifth position uh, for this team. Now he's kind of going to be that guy to step in if J.C. Jackson doesn't do well. So, um, you know, it'd be interesting to see if they do want to play a little off coverage. Would Michael Davis be the guy that they'd want to do have him out there. So maybe they're going to just kind of do a little thing depending on the type of play call. They could kind of rotate him in and out. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense to me. And it gives JC Jackson a little bit of break, maybe gets a little bit of extra coaching on the sidelines, tell him what to do, what to not to do. So who knows? I mean, that's the thing, but I mean, if we kind of look at that, I I think that that wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, And I, I like Michael Davis a ton. I think he's a, he's a solid cornerback for us and uh you know we'll see i mean if jc jackson balls out he ain't gonna get any playing time that's for dang sure that's for dang sure yeah yep <laughs> yep yes sir well i think that that about wraps us up actually cool. so yeah uh Excellent. Kind, of, kind of a quiet night but you know it's all yep. good yeah yep yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people are still kind of thinking, hey, it was Monday night, it was just a couple, well, basically a month yeah. night you know, or so ago, that, you know. <laughs> yeah, and that really threw me off, too. I was like, wait a minute, yeah. it's already, it's already, like, it's already you know, Wednesday. After, it's already Wednesday. I'm like, oh, yeah. man, the, <laughs> shoot. Like, oh, we got to do it, this. We got to do all these things. What the heck? Yeah. yeah. Oh. It, it, it felt very much scattered all mm-hmm. of a sudden to be able to try to think, holy smokes, we got to get out there and do some more content on the next yeah. game already. How That's quick right. we got to shift our brains. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, ah, so of course but, I'm not, I'm not too opposed to that. I mean, like, all right, the game's no. over. Let's go to the next one. You know, just like, yeah. <laughs> but then it sucks when we go into the bye week next week and then we have to wait forever for a game. Oh, or like, yeah. Yep. Yep. The worst. So, but we'll have a whole lot more to talk about then and just really figure out what we can do. And like, yep. I don't know. I think that could be a good one where we just kind of examine the other play- teams, you know, like, Something yep. like that. I don't know. Yeah, midseason grades. Um, yeah, kind of things that we should do, or what, where the Chargers suck, and where the Chargers are good. You know, kind That's of right. thing. So, yep, yep. So we'll 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 talk about that, and uh, yeah, that when it comes up. But we got a game ahead of us, and so 
excited for this game this weekend. It should be great. Woo-hoo. Yeah, it'll be a good one. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, I will say this: like early, my early prediction though is uh, I'm going to say 20 to 17 Seahawks. Though, whoa, you're saying the Seahawks are going to take this one? I think Seahawks are going to take us. Man, so, yeah, you know, that that know. would not be fun. It's um, not going to be fun going into the bye week, but you know that's kind of yeah. what I'm thinking. Is that like I just <sighs> there's a lot of uncertainty with our team, like and and their team too. I, I don't think it's going to be a very uh. You know, that's just that's my thoughts on it, man. I, I feel like I'm worried. So, yeah, and, and the, that's the thing. I mean, they're there. You don't want to go in there and just go ahead and throw out. Um, I guess uh, you think every team that you could just kind of walk past kind of thing. Right. And and I think that there's a lot of teams that we've done that many times with and uh, we just let them roll us. And so I know right now the betting odds right now, the Chargers are six point five. Um, they're saying it's over under is 50.5. So it could potentially be a slightly lower scoring game. We all know Vegas has some sort of play on how these games work out. Um, so <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but you know, I, I'm not, I'm not really to throw a score out yet. I want to see how the week kind of boils down for all of us, but that's okay. something that I, I do think that it could be a little bit closer. I do think that it could potentially be, uh, a three point to seven point difference between win and loss. So, okay. um, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I don't we'll want to fix the game either. So, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, like I said, like I'm thinking about taking off uh, Kenneth Walker because, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to be like rooting for him to score points when they're playing against my team that I want to win the game. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no yeah, doubt. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I get it. I mean, I hate I hate playing against my team and playing players against my team. And I'm like, uh, yeah. so tough. So yeah. tough. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. Well, cool. Let's uh, wrap up the show here, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Thanks for guys input. You know, once again, guys, bolt up. Don't punt. You know, Church of Staley T-shirts are going to be coming soon. We'll keep you guys posted on that. <laughs> but yeah, check out our check out our shop, by the way, on Zazzle. It's I believe it's in our link in this video, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a bunch of shirts and, and product there that you guys could take a look at and everything, too. So it's great yeah, stuff. So once again, guys, I'm James. This is my bro, Kyle. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Bolt Bros, we're out. Let's we go. Out here. Let's go.